Hi, and welcome to the Sophie Squared podcast. Today we're going to be talking about if we could live on other planets and how this kind of travel would affect us. So going right into that, the first issue that you really want to think about when talking about the future of space travel and other planets that could be out there for us, we need to wonder why. Why are we so drawn to the beyonds of space and why are we even concerned about finding another planet if we've always had our own? Well, that kind of in lies in the problem of the decimation of our planet and overall um, destruction that humans have, you know, really messed up the Earth. We know this, this is a fact, you know, um, there's really no more denying this anymore. So because of that, uh, some scientists, you know, what can we do on Earth? You know, what can we do to start saving the planet? And then other scientists have just jumped right into it and said, okay, worst comes to worst, where can we go after this? You know, so that's really one of the main issues of um, why we might need another planet, um, despite the... Uh, regular curiosities you know obviously you're gonna have people who always wonder what's beyond and what could be really out there that's obvious you know people have always wondered this we've always wanted to make it to planets beyond our own but now more so than ever there seems to be like an urgent need for okay uh what about a do-over you know a second planet that we can really turn to and um that brings us to our next topic which is um, what are the planets throughout the universe that are most habitable for humans, you know, with our basic needs of water and the right atmosphere and the right temperature. When you think about it, Earth is just perfectly made for us to live on, but obviously not every other planet in the universe is. And you look at the, um, the planets in the universe, that are in what we call the habitable zone and this zone is really just you know the most ideal um, temperature distance from the Sun because you know you don't want to go all the way out to Pluto to where it's too freezing or you know all the way closest to the Sun um, now this area is filled with not only planets but stars and you know celestial bodies um, that aren't really considered planets but we might call them dwarf planets they're within the habitable zone that we could very well use as a new planet if there were any signs of life or you know any water water is our biggest concern here so um, when it comes to these planets the only uh, planet thus far that we've found that had significant um, evidence of water being, you know, on the planet at this point was Mars. However, Mars is just too cold. So in order for it to support life, human activity can't go on with such brutal temperatures. And that kind of brings us to um, our next topic, which is the greenhouse gas effect and you know how that really affects other planets in the universe you might have heard of the greenhouse gas effect um, it's basically about the planets activity and atmosphere thickening or thinning 
obviously if the atmosphere is thinning there's going to be less of a block from the sun basically which causes it to uh, get a little warmer because you know atmosphere is thinner it's easier for sun rays to get in and heat to stay in there um, but if the atmosphere is thicker it, sun's gonna have a harder time you know really staying in and making the planet heated which is kind of what we've witnessed on Mars um, you know Mars's atmosphere just producing such low temperatures you know due to the greenhouse effect um, and this that's that's really the main uh, issues when talking about you know the inhabitable planets now um, the third thing that I'd like to talk about is uh, the private space travel companies and how we think we're going to see the future like what's the future of space travel really gonna look like because obviously it's just not feasible you know everyone can't go to the moon that takes billions of dollars and not just anybody has billions of dollars but one man does Elon Musk and he showed a lot of interest in um, space travel he's the founder of Tesla and he also is a co-founder of SpaceX the company that um, has showed a great interest since the early 2000s in trying to make it to space and trying to make it to Mars and um, it's a collection of the very very wealthy who are willing to you know maybe sacrifice their safety for just the purpose of their own curiosity and you know since Elon Musk can do it there are a lot of very wealthy people all throughout the world and they sort of see this whole new planet thing as a new frontier how can we make money off of this and what really lies out there for us to profit off of because when your net worth is at 18 billion dollars you know that's really what they're worried about is just money and so I imagine that in the near future we're going to see a lot of companies like that start popping up all throughout the world to see who can make it to space and who can make it to Mars first and how can we get as many people up there as possible and that's really I feel like the evolution of space travel is going to be a more commercial way you know trips to Mars trip to the moon as a vacation for some people you know if that's what you're into I can just see you know crazier things have been done on earth so I can't imagine what the future might look like for us and I kind of see this as our own new generational space race um, but I'm afraid that's all the time we're gonna have today so hopefully you are uh, a little bit more in the know about our future as far as space and where this really puts us and we hope to have you here again <laughs>